God, you want to hit a dude? I'll do one bop. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You <laughs> are <laughs> Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. <laughs> a bunch of religious virgins go to mingle and do what? Pray. <laughs> The last, the last uh, podcast ended well. Uh-huh. For you. Um, it ended we, great for you. We cemented... For the whole Anthony family, really. Well, for you, too. I mean, we've, we solidified your identity. No. See, we haven't solidified my fucking identity. My name is... No, don't even open your mouth. My name is Gareth, and I admit that last week is tough mm-hmm. to come back from because we now are talking generations. Yeah. And um, and I think that changes things. There's a legacy now. Hi, Gary. Ugh. Just the, the the little angelic voice. I did. I that not what I heard. You can't deny a that satanic boy. shrill is what I heard. You can't deny that boy's reality. <laughs> He's not a make a wish kid. It's my uh, goddamn well, name. My boy is always a make a wish kid. That is a horrible. Twenty four seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if he write, skips in front of you? He's a make a wish kid all the time in our heads. What do you mean by that? Is he sick? No, no he's fine. He's perfect. Actually, we- extremely healthy. But um. If we could just maybe ride in the front of the roller coaster, he really wants We're that. We're always just making wishes for him. <laughs> we that's, grant that's every wish. That's why we call him a make-a-wish kid. Some call it spoiling. We call it a make-a-wish kid 24-7. Can he drive your car? Absolutely. Of course he's allowed to drive my car. Beautiful. Um, what year were you born? 79. Okay. So this this the 70s were... Crazy time. I mean, I was doing so much coke. And- yeah. Well, your, your mom was right. Sorry, that's re- that's when doctors recommended that mothers use cocaine. Just a little bit of coke, keep they the baby just, up, uh, grows better. It, you know, you know what, you know what fetuses need a little bump. Yeah, you know, honestly, if you're looking to diet, the uh-huh. baby should be dieting too. So just <laughs> gum a little, snort a little, and mm, don't eat. Double bump, snack. I'm saying snack and dance. Snack and dance. Snack and dance. That's all we're it's talking 70s about. Seventies dance. So what was big in the seventies was uh, daredevils. Right, okay. It was the age of Daredevil. So I grew okay. up, so I, if I was in it. I was like focused on these guys like it was the shit. Right. Watching men jumping over things yeah, and so cars Evil and Knievel and um, <clears throat> Yeah, Evil Knievel was obviously the biggest one. Right. Um, so uh, this, this, uh, this podcast is called The Two Daredevils. <laughs> oh, yeah. <okay. laughs> this episode of The Dollop because we're going to talk about um, Evil Knievel and then another Daredevil. <laughs> Normal Knievel. Whose name you don't know. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Ken Carter? No. Well, that's so weird. You haven't. But I've never heard of the room either. And, uh, <laughs> I like my chances. Um, so there's really no set definition of a daredevil. They're just people who put their life on the line. Right. Um, usually just totally reckless. Uh, and, and they just, have capes. Just for money and fame. And a lot of them wear capes. Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them. The good ones. Ken Carter did. Oh, boy. <laughs> Evil did. Uh so that's what they do. It's it's the one th- I've discovered in going over this. It's the one thing I think that's sadder than being a comedian. Oh my that's god, the- that's that hurts my heart. <laughs> my heart hurts because you're out on the road. You're breaking bones. Yeah, you're- at least when you bomb, you get yeah. to just sleep normally. No, you don't. Yeah, you could just bomb. They're, every single time these guys do something, they go, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it went well yeah, or poorly. Whatever. Everyone is, "Oh my back, <laughs> fuck me." 
That's everything they do. That sounds really good. Uh, A French gentleman was considered, I guess, the first daredevil. He was the first guy to uh, do the parachute jump. So he kind of invented parachutes. But to invent a parachute, you kind of have to be a daredevil, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the first guy, the first guy to do it is a daredevil because he's like, "Fuck, I hope this works." Yeah, I hope this works. So uh, he, but he first tried. I mean, he did it first from a lower distance, but then he went up to higher distance and he and he would strap animals on. What? Oh my <laughs> and god! And push them off. Uh, so more of a dick. Yeah, but than, uh, see, that is that feels like the French sense of humor <laughs> of this to me. That feels like what the French would do. Hey, check out the dog. Attach a squirrel to yourself, and then you are two daredevils. Jump, leap, throw your parachute. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put a marmot on your back. How about the hamster? How about ah. the, here, hold this guinea pig, pig of guinea. Oh, he go, he go fly. <laughs> um, Raw deal for the animals, too. They're like, right. just leave me alone. Can I just sit on the ground and eat grass? That, that's actually, <laughs> I'm supposed to be on the ground eating grass. No, 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 no. Uh, no, you fly. Um, the next big, the next big daredevil thing, which was a big, big, big thing, were um, were the tightrope walkers. Oh right, okay. So that was a huge yeah. deal in like the eighteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds. The great Blondine was known for tightrope walking. He walked across Niagara Falls, right? And right. then the great Farini kept one upping him. So the the great Blondine would walk across. <laughs> Walk across, just straight across, and then the great Farini would walk across, stop in the middle, slide down a rope, take a break on a boat by sipping champagne, and then he'd climb back up the rope and finish the tightrope <laughs> What a fucking asshole. Hey, fuck you, Blondine! <laughs> hey, that beats just walking! I took a break! <laughs> I would like to if there was, like, he changed it from the great to the amazing, just to sort of be like, yeah, double fuck Oh, he you. should have, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, double fuck you, huh? Uh, I'm the incredible. I'm the amazing. I'm the most fantastic. <laughs> I've never been better. Double fantastic. Hello. <laughs> Come here, you bastard. Uh, so they went back and forth with each other's stunts. Like Blondine would do a headstand, and then Farini would do a handstand. <laughs> it was just all fucking... <laughs> Basically, Farini was a dick. And talk about rooting for a death. I mean, if you're the other guy, you're like, just drop. <laughs> Hockey motherfucker, <laughs> fall motherfucker. Blondine brought a stove out onto the wire and cooked an omelet. Okay. okay I mean, what the fuck? That's what? Yeah, he brought a stove out. What do you mean a stove? He, he walked. I'm picturing he, a gas stove. He walked and he slid a stove and then he cooked an slid omelet. A stove and he ate the omelet and <laughs> then he kept walking. What did he do with the oven? Did he drop the oven? I don't know. He's a fucking daredevil. Who gives a shit? He made what? a fucking omelet. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I mean, I just can't wrap my mind around this part. <laughs> hey, cool. How's everyone knocking their omelets? <laughs> Fuck you, Blondini. Farini lugged out a wash tub and, and scrubbed handkerchiefs. So he went out and did the wash. Way, uh, way a little weaker. Bit, a little bit less than an omelet. Yeah. Um, in 1901, a 63-year-old retired teacher named Annie Taylor became the first person to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Right, okay. And live. She became super famous. And then and there would be that thing where they'd go out on tour and they'd sit in a barrel on stage and they'd recreate it. Like that stupid Yeah. Like everybody the, was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just see <laughs> It's like you think reenactments on TV shows are shitty. Yeah. You have to go what? And then we were in the barrel. And then I rolled like this. She brought she brought her cat too. In the barrel? Yeah. What's with the obsession this was of a, putting this was animals? A, this was a shit. suicide run, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't bring your cat into a fucking daredevil. You're yeah. killing yourself. <laughs> and a cat. <laughs> For sure, a cat. 
That cat could never have been more adjusted ever again. Oh, no, the cat forever was no. just out of its fucking yeah, mind. It's like, it just doesn't come off the roof now. Come on, it's time to eat. What are we doing? What are we doing? What no, are we doing? I don't trust you, you bitch. What are we doing? <laughs> Which all came, came out as meow. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Um, next came the Barnstormers, which came after World War One. Right, okay, and so Barnstormers were the dudes who wing walkers. Barnstormers were the guys who f- flew like oh, low into shit, right, right, right. and then the wing walkers came, and those are the dudes the who walked out on the right. wing and did that shit. Uh, hilariously, that happened by accident because there was a, a guy in the army or air force who was flying, and his radiator broke, and in mid-flight he climbed out to fix it. <laughs> And everyone was like, "Look at him go!" The, all the guys in his 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 uh, what do you what what's it called? Uh, platoon troop platoon. Troop, yeah. I don't know what you call the flying boys, but they were all like, "Yay!" So his so his his major or whatever was like, "I want you to climb out of the wings all the time to That's boost morale." So <laughs> he would do it all. Morale. So he'd do it all the time, and then he got out, and then he started. Then but the thing is, so many wing walkers died. Like, it, it was it, like... It is terrifying. They would, like, hang from ladders and that kind of shit. And yeah. then they would just... If you're hanging from a ladder from your teeth in an airplane, I would say your career is going to go about a year, maybe, max. Yeah. Like, a year max. Well, you really... I mean, everything has to go your way. <laughs> There's a wing ladder with your teeth. Yeah. The only thing holding you... It's really there's no margin. No. What if you sneeze? Sneeze. sneeze. A bird. A bird. A, a bird. drop of rain. Anything. A You're minor gone. movement. A minor. <laughs> Turbulence. Is there anything like that <laughs> yeah, up there? I mean, whatever. <laughs> Splat. How many people went to go watch Wing Walkers and just ended with a body hitting the ground? Oh, and how many of those people were like, honestly, that was pretty cool. Can I get my money back though? <laughs> so um. Um. Hey. Uh. It's a good show and everything. But the guy died, and I want my money back. <laughs> hey, just because my kid saw that, is there any way to maybe get like half my money back? He's pretty traumatized. He's pretty tore <laughs> so, up about it. Uh, no, it's a, it's a Make-A-Wish kid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets everything. Um, so they made it illegal in 1936 because so many people were dying. Wow. Because you can imagine training for it. Yeah. A lot of guys just didn't get out of training. The idea that it was so popular it had to be illegal. Yeah. Uh, 40s, 50s came, and that's when stunt cars came. Okay. So that's when we kind of get into the modern day stunt man. Right. Right. Joey Chitwood Thrill Show was the big popular one. Oh, sure. In 1967, it was featured on the wide world of sports. All right. Uh, in 1978, Joey Chitwood Jr. set a world record when he drove a Chevy Chevrolet 5.6 miles on two wheels. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's some so Hooper shit. Sidey, uh, that's fucking, deal. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's that some, is crazy. That's some Smokey the Bandit, Burt Reynolds shit right there. Yeah. And that's five and a half miles. Five and a half miles. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yeah. And he probably had to stop because I mean, people were probably like, oh, goodbye. I'm <laughs> not going to follow how, him. He's going pretty fast. Yeah. How long does this go on for? I can't see him anymore. <laughs> He's long gone. <laughs> Most importantly, Chitwood Show was seen by a young Evil Knievel. Uh, in Butte, Montana in 1946. His name was Bobby at that time. Lil Knievel. His name is Bobby Knievel. Okay. Uh, when he was 18, he was arrested for reckless driving on his motorcycle. All right. And in jail, there was uh, another prisoner, which the cops arrested all the time for being drunk. Uh-huh. And his name was Knoffel, and they nicknamed him Awful Knoffel. Okay. Oh, that's And crazy. so then they said... We need a nickname for this other punk. And so they nicknamed Bobby Evil. <laughs> evil Knievel. 
So they were. So Evil Knievel's name is because he was in a jail cell with, with a guy named Ick named Awful. Awful Knoffel. <laughs> awful Knoffel. <laughs> and then they named him Evil because Evil Knievel. Yeah. They were rhyming. <laughs> they were. They were killing time rhyming back then in jail. <laughs> All right, man, we got five years in here. That's a lot of time to rhyme. Oh, shit, I already started. So that's it. It's the best beginning of a name ever. So he liked it, and he kept it, even though he wasn't a stuntman yet. Um, up in Canada, there was a guy named Ken Carter. Right, I've heard about him from you the podcast. You have heard about him, yeah. Uh, he was the exact, exact same age as Evil Knievel. Um, he was born poor in Montreal, which okay. I didn't know they had poor people there. <laughs> Uh, he dropped out of high school okay. because he saw a Chitwood show. And at 16, 16 he joined, uh, joined Joey Chitwood's Congress of Canadian Daredevils. Wow. Yeah. Congress. Yeah, it was a whole Congress. I bet they got more done. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to vote on this job? Yeah, we'll vote. We'll try to actually vote on shit. We're a Congress. You going down to see the Congress? Uh, you know what? I went down there to see them. I thought they were going to be jumps. It just ended they just up legislated for like six lot. hours. Worse. It was awful. They, they're gonna fix potholes, I guess. I don't know. It's just like I don't give a shit. They made a motion to invade Greenland, which I thought was weird. They're on a recess, so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I come back at four. <laughs> uh, so uh, Ken Carter rode a motorcycle through fire, stuff like that. Okay. Um, uh, three weeks into uh, joining, he broke his leg. Okay. And he was replaced. Oh, jeez. Because that's the fucking rough yeah. life of a daredevil. Yeah. You're in or you're out. It's not like you you can ride around with a broken leg. They gotta have a they gotta have I a bet guy. They try too. Yeah, I'm sure they it's try. Fine. No, fine. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. It's, it's, it smarts a little bit. It's hanging off. It, it hurts a little when I move it. Sure. Okay. It's it's hanging. They side. cut it off. Let me ride. <laughs> but he knew at that point that he was gonna be a daredevil. So he's a high school dropout daredevil guy. Right. Um, I bet your parents love to hear that. You're dropping out to be a daredevil. Oh, my God. (laughs) Worse than a comedian. You're right. And all you do is go, I shouldn't have taken him to that Joey Chitwood show. (laughs) Or or just, I should have pulled out. I should have pulled out. I should have pulled out. This is not going to be good. Uh, Evil Knievel had a family, and he opened up a Honda dealership in... um, (laughs) In Washington State, so he's not a daredevil. Come on down to Evil's Honda. (laughs) Honda of Evil. (laughs) No, it'll be fine. We'll give you a good deal. Get the best deals from Evil. If you sign this contract, we don't need to worry about financing. (laughs) So, uh, it wasn't doing well, so he decided to stage a motorcycle show for his PR, uh, you know, for his... Amazing. uh, For his dealership, his first professional jump was at the dealership over... 20 feet, um, he jumped over a box of rattlesnake and two mountain lions. And what? What, what, he, what the deal was is he was going to jump <laughs> over the jump over the rattlesnakes and then and then drive by the mountain lion, like between the two mountain lions. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's, it's already it's already it's the great. best thing going. It's great, but I mean, again, <laughs> think of how much could go wrong. I know. What if you went into the mountain lion? <laughs> or what if the lions are just like, fuck it, we're going to attack people. <laughs> It's not good for Honda business. <laughs> Come on down to Lion Attack Honda. <laughs> um, he came up short and landed on the rattlesnake. What? To, See? To the delight of the audience. Everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> die. <laughs> Yay, die. 
Um, but he was like, I'm onto something. Like people were, there were so many people. People were so into it that yeah. he was like, fuck the dealership. Yeah. I'm going to jump shit. <laughs> um, so he was off and running. That was in 1965. Uh, in 1965, Ken Carter had been at it a while. Okay. Right? Um, he had been with the International Hell Drivers. Sure. Yeah. For great a while. Union. Uh, later, he was with the All-American Daredevils. Uh, what they would do is they would T-bone into cars. They would smash cars into brick walls. They would ride cars on top of other cars. And, of course, they would do car jumps, jumping over other cars. Yeah. Some of that sounds really crazy. No, it sounds fucking insane. <laughs> you want to do a T-bone tonight? What's that? That's just where I'm going to drive into you. For this next stunt, I'm going to drive at 60 miles per hour into this wall. <laughs> That's that it. That doesn't seem like a stunt. <laughs> That's the stunt. <laughs> Hope I live. How much you make tonight? Like 80 bucks? Is a good uh, after tipping people out, I made nine bucks, but it's cool. Oh, look, there's some of my bones are sticking out. Oh, that's fun. Listen to me. I sound like a maraca when I shake my egg. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? So uh, after he mastered the car jump, uh, he started his own touring company. Because I guess that's the thing that everyone wants to see is the main guy right. is going to jump a bunch of cars. Right. Okay. The headliner. So, Ken Carter's suicide auto jump. Whoa! Started what? right. Wow! Like he's the opposite of he's the opposite of Evil Knievel right there because Evil Knievel's like I'm gonna jump rattlesnakes and go past a couple mountain lions. Yeah. And this guy's like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> well, I'm dying. <laughs> I don't know what the other guy's promising, but this is it probably. Hey kids, you want to go see a suicide show? <laughs> Come on, guys, let's go watch a grown man die. <laughs> Come on, we're gonna go downtown and watch a man die tonight. It's eight bucks. You guys get in for four. He's gonna die in a car. It'll be it's, fun, and it's gonna be like two hours before he dies of just fun. Just stuff running into stuff. You know, guys are just gonna drive into walls, and then he'll die around eight thirty. <laughs> oh God! So. The two guys obviously had different approaches to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Carter did pretty well. He started getting a name. He became a star of the world of jumping shit. Oh, that's Which is cool. all you can really become a... Like, you're just out on the road going to little towns jumping shit. Yeah. Like, you're, there's nothing There's nothing else that comes out of this. Because all you're doing is going to, a, going to a fair or a stadium. Right. And you jump over 10 cars and everyone goes, woo! Yeah. And then, like, there's no... Yeah. There's no point where someone goes, you want to be in a movie? Yeah, no, you're just slinging dick jokes. So, uh, his show was so popular that in uh, 1967, he did a performance at Islip Speedway in New York, and that was broadcast on ABC's Wide World of Sports. Now, okay. that was like... That was a huge show. 20, 30 million people would right, watch on yeah. a Sunday. Like, Wide World of Sports was... I can still remember their, their little promo thing. It's just shit crashing... Uh, I remember there's a skier going down a hill and he flies off and like is doing somersaults over a building. Like it's just like this is gonna be fucking so nuts. The wide world of sports is like bloopers. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. But, but live. Yeah. Horrible live bloopers. Oh, well, or is they're known as make that show now. I'm in. Or is they're known as terrible accidents. Right. <laughs> horrible tragedies. ABC's wide world of terrible accidents. Welcome to the world of horrible tragedy. <laughs> So at that point, he was jumping eight, ten cars. He was jumping cement trucks and chuck wagons. I love that he was jumping chuck wagons. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Why um, not? He put in about 50,000 miles a year. Wow. Yeah. Worse than a stand-up. So he's a road dog, yeah. Road dog. 
here at everything. He broke everything. Broken ankles, kneecaps, smashed chest. Like he broken legs, broken arms. He broke everything. Everything yeah. is always broken. Right. That's fun. Uh, so evil decided to start his own group, and he went at it from a different angle. He got someone to back him. Already, evil's got a way better plan. Uh, and he got other riders who would do shit so he could just concentrate on the jumping. Right, okay. So the day, the debut of uh, Evil Knievel and his Daredevils was January 3rd, 1966 uh, in Indio, California. Okay. So that's kind of out near where Coachella is. Right, so yeah, kind of the bumblefucks. <clears throat> Huge success. People loved it. Guys on motorcycles jumping around. Uh, he went to other towns on his third show. He okay, so he a, a motorcycle is coming at him, and he's standing there, and then he's going to jump over it. You know, spread Jesus. his legs and jump over it. Now it didn't timing. It didn't. Yeah, the timing was off. So what happened <laughs> Not was what I want to hear. So what happened was the dude ran straight into Evil's nuts. No, and a he fucking went, way. <laughs> no. And he went flying like fifteen feet. What from a nut shot? What? <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And uh, and then Can you he, imagine the tummy ache. And then <laughs> after was, he was in the hospital for uh, like two or three weeks. He with, broke with his just balls. ruined balls. His uh, <laughs> medically speaking, evils ruined his balls. Did you see the doctor coming in, lifting up the sheet. Well, I see here that your balls are ruined. Well, let's um. see. Uh, Okay, what I'm going to recommend we do here is a, a ballstosity, which is where we redo your balls, because they are gone. I mean... See, what happened, Evil, was a motorbike drove into your balls, full acceleration. Full acceleration right into your nutsack. And, uh, and as you can see here, your balls look like a couple of smushed raisins. I mean, they are... It's terrifying. It's awful. I'm upset. I've been I'm barfing a... all morning thinking about it. I'm a doctor. I didn't want to come to work today. I'm quitting. I just gave my two weeks. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, we have to do that, too. Yeah, it's very corporate. I'd rather clean bathrooms than look at your nuts. Yeah, I'm actually going to be a daredevil. Uh, feels cool. Feels like a good idea. Feels like the time's right. Let's take it off. <laughs> so Elvis then killed the uh, touring company. Okay. He so got hit in the nuts. He's like, fuck you. Evil killed it. Yeah, because yeah, okay. he was clearly like, the, you can tell in there that he was like, you, you went too fast at the wrong time. Yeah. Something where he was like, you fucking idiots. Dummy. You hit me in the nuts. You hit my ball. <laughs> I made sure, sure, I did make up the plan to jump over you with my balls. Yeah, and maybe half of the timing's on me, but still. <laughs> okay, so so at this point, most guys were jumping like water and animals. Like, they'd jump a pool or they'd jump right. a, on motorcycles. That was like the thing. Okay. Evil decided to jump cars instead, which set, set him apart from the other motorcycle yep. guys. Uh, and that went on for a while. <clears throat> Until the best thing that ever happened to him happened. He was in Missoula, oh, man. and he tried uh, to jump twelve cars and a van. Uh huh. And a van. And spicy end. Well, he <laughs> and a van. He missed the van. Oh shit! He he hit the van. Oh. He broke his arms, uh, a bunch of ribs, and people were like, "That was awesome!" Because he was on a motorcycle. Yeah. And people loved the idea of a guy on a motorcycle. Crashing into yeah, shit uh -huh, and then uh -huh. rolling around in pain. Yeah, people love train wrecks. So like he got like national press <laughs> from fucking up, from crashing. 
<laughs> Thank God we used that van. So he was in the hospital for a while. And it's the same doctor. The same doctor. Jesus so, uh, Christ. Uh, listen. How, how are your nuts? <laughs> Can we see your nuts? I just am so curious how they're doing. Because <laughs> they were ruined. All are good. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so then. <laughs> Wait, can I see your ID? Huh? I'm a janitor. I'm a janitor here. Um, so then he went back at it, jumping more and more cars and uh, missing a lot. <laughs> he so is gets... he throwing? He's throwing. Is he diving a little bit? No, he's just. He just. He's just trying to do the they impossible. Al- they always have to jump more than they last jumped. Like, there's no, like, I jumped eight cars. I'm going to jump eight cars again. No one wants to see that. If you jump eight cars, then they want to see you jump nine cars. So yeah, but it's like a stand-up always... bit. Like you, you can do it a few times. You can work. You know, it can happen oh, you for know, a get, year. Get the eight, good. eight cars. Yeah, get your eight good. Then move to ten. I'm sure you could, but as a daredevil, your but, whole, th- your whole, your whole billing is he's doing more. Yeah, yeah. Like none of it's like there's a daredevil coming. World he's record. doing the same shit. It's uh, putting the stove on the tightrope and making an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to his stove later. What? So, uh, so he he jumping more. He's missing. He's got concussions. Broke his left wrist, his right knee. He broke two ribs, and then he was invited on the Joey Bishop show. So now he's literally the guy that everyone's like excited about. Yeah, okay. He's on the Joey Bishop show. It's not a huge show. It's not the Tonight Show, but it's it's a, it's what is it like a just a it's like a talk show. It's okay. a it's a talk show, and that's so that's 1968. So at this point, Ken Carter's kind of ahead of him still because Ken Carter's got his big road show. Everyone kind of knows he, who he is. He's done the ABC Worldwide of Wide, Wide World, World of Sports. sports. Right. So he's got millions of viewers. He's out on the road. He's bringing in a lot of fans and a lot of money. And then this fucking asshole comes on a motorcycle and yeah. keeps crashing into shit. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? He's not he's doing on TV. it right. He's crashing. <laughs> so Evil Can Evil has tried 14 jumps this time, and four of them have failed horribly. Jesus. Those are perfect odds to go, too. You're like, <laughs> That's just enough to get me in the goddamn door. Oh, why stop? I'll I'll get in there for that that percentage. What can go wrong? <laughs> uh, but Carter's just doing the same thing. He's just jumping cars in a car, or vans or whatever. He's just jumping in a car. A motorcycle is more yeah, spectacular. Way from less a viewer. safe. Yeah, way less safe. Yeah. But from a viewer's standpoint, oh yeah, got a motorcycle doing it is crazy awesome. Well, you so, gotta wait for them to pull the body out of the car to see the damage. The motorcycle, yeah. you can be like, "Oh, his legs! Yeah. <laughs> oh, his legs are the wrong way." Wait, his head shouldn't be on his back, right? Oh no, his head's bleeding so much. <laughs> so, evil is uh, in 1967. He's in Las Vegas uh, for a wedding, and he sees Caesar's fountains. Okay, the Caesar Palace fountains, and he's like. That's it. I'm going to jump that shit. So he's like the first guy to take it like out yeah. of arenas and go. He's a showman. I'm going to fucking jump something that's just outside in the real world. Out. So this is something that no one had done. Yeah. <clears throat> so he made a deal with the casino uh, and then he get a- he tried to get ABC to air the event on the wide world of sports. But ABC, ABC was like, N- no, we don't air deaths. Completely <laughs> insane. And you're probably going to die. But what they did say was if you film it, and it's great. We'll put it on the air. All right. So it's not going to be live. And he was like, man, this shit's going to be tight. I think he used the word tight. Uh, really? He was talking like I that, I think huh? so, yeah. I think back then. Wow. So he had to pay so for it. So ahead of his time in so many right? ways. Yes. Right? So he had to pay for it all out of his own pocket. Okay. He got director John Derrick to film it. <laughs> his 
John Derrick's wife, Linda Evans, was running uh, one of the cameras. Okay. Was running one of the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Eva went into the casino on the morning of the jump. He dropped his uh, last hundred bucks on roulette, lost immediately. That's got to be a good feeling. That Right? Like, All right, I'm cold. Ah, who, who's a winner today? <laughs> not me. All right, not my lucky day. <laughs> Gonna go jump the fountain. <laughs> Uh, then he went over to the bar and had a shot of uh, wild turkey. Smart. Smart. Take a shot. Get yep. yourself nice and yep. heated. Get yourself nice that's and always, That's always the best thing you should do before a motorcycle jump. Absolutely. Get Especially a little buzz. this caliber. You definitely want to be loose. Get a little, get a little buzz nice on. nice and loose out there. How great would it have been to be the bartender, though? <laughs> yeah. You're like, aren't you jumping the fountain? Are you jumping? I think I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off at one. Another or... one. I'm uh, a daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Well, idiot devil, I think is the <laughs> word. Give it to me. <laughs> And then before it, he's hammered like, well, I'm pretty fucking drunk. Got to jump a fountain. I threw up in the fountain. I'm jumping. <laughs> at, a at a distance of 151 feet, it was the Fuck. longest jump. So he'd never tried to jump this far. It's the longest jump he's ever attempted. More than 15,000 people were there watching live. <clears throat> Knievel cleared the fountains, but landed on the safety ramp, which was supported by a van. So I'm already thinking it's a little rinky dinky operate. Yeah. This is when daredevils were now, like, now we'll put a van at the end. What was it called? The safety or security ramp? The, sa uh, the safety ramp. Okay. Cause it doesn't sound like the safety ramp. Cause he got hurt on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you see the video, he, he lands on it kind of over to the side of it. And then as soon as he hits it, he, he, he loses his grip on the handlebars Oh Jesus! and it's over at that point. Uh, so he tumbles over the handlebars and he and he rolls. It looks like it's not a person. It looks like it's a stuffed dummy or oh, like a that's good. That's good. Like a mannequin just rolling around uh. and he just rolls and rolls and rolls and then finally stops in the Dunes parking lot, which is the next casino. <laughs> You're trespassing. <sir. laughs> you either come in and gamble, or you get the fuck out of now here. Listen, we can make a deal where maybe you jump over the Dunes. You know, the parking dune. lot. <laughs> we got a, We could put up a dune or something. We could put a slip and slide in here. He had a crushed pelvis. Ah, a crushed horrible start. A crushed femur. Ugh, fractured crushed. fractures to his hip, wrist, both ankles. Oh my god! And a concussion. He was in the hospital for a month and in a coma for twenty nine days. Oh my god! And people <laughs> loved it. <laughs> We're monsters. <laughs> Everyone was like, yeah, that guy. He was terrible at something. <laughs> Man, did he fuck up. A 29-day coma. A 29-day coma. <laughs> and people are like, yeah. He finally wakes up and everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> you did it. He's I've been waking, waiting to shake your not usable <laughs> hand for a while. <laughs> I'd love to walk a mile in your shoes ho with horrible pain, with horrible ankle pain. So ABC, oh my god, bought it. Yeah, they bought it. They were like, "Well, we got to now that this has happened." It was a huge thing. We didn't know it was going to be a coma sort of deal, <laughs> and we I regret. Mean, had we known it would be a complete fuck up, we would have bought this. And we heartbeat. thought he would maybe break his wrist. We didn't realize the word "crushed" would be used oh, so much when it came to bones. Nobody said he was going to break everything. Yeah. <laughs> We would have paid for it. So he, ma so he made so much more money than he otherwise would have made. Right, yeah. He ended up paying out of the out of the asshole. Doctors are saying he'd probably never walk again, but he did. He's a star. Horrible doctor. A star. You'll never walk again. Yeah, maybe. 
Um, he couldn't get health insurance after that. Why? Nobody would. Nobody wanted to give him a policy. You I don't know. Who, you know who could get health insurance? Who? Ken Carter. Uh, Kenny, Canadian. Kenny Kent. Yeah, Canadian yeah, Kent. Had it. <laughs> Advantage Carter. But now Carter is like the outside guy looking in. Now Knievel's well, the big, now he hasn't, the big star. He hasn't done his coma stunt yet. Thank you. Find a way to get yourself into a coma. Yeah. <clears throat> and Evil is now the number one daredevil in the world. Yeah. Like everyone, every kid at this point, we all had the uh, the Evil Knievel on a little motorcycle that uh-huh. you would, you would it would just attach to a battery and you yeah. would like, like a giant battery and you would hook it up and charge it and then hit a button and it would go sailing and... <laughs> Crash into shit like crash he into did. Shit. <laughs> now with hospital bed. Now with hospital gown and an IV bag. <laughs> now with shattering torso. <laughs> when you hit the button, he screams "fail" and he smashes into anything you want. That's right. Invite your friends over, play the game, and then take twenty-nine days off while Evil recovers. <laughs> while Evil recovers in an intensive care unit. <laughs> Uh, so Evil kept jumping. Uh, he, Jesus. He crashed his next three jumps. Oh, good. Uh, so that's pretty good. They're great. Uh, breaking stuff, you know, all the way. Uh, uh, but the best thing happened in 1970. Now, this is my favorite Evil Knievel story ever. <laughs> so he is a motorcyclist, but he, he hates the Hells Angels. Okay. Because they're like the, the dark, bad element of motorcycles. Coming and, from and a man named Evil. And, and the Hells Angels and other groups... A lot of them were uh, Vietnam vets who just came out of the war, but they were the ones who didn't want to go back into society yeah. um, or couldn't adjust back to society. So they they well. started right. They started gang, motorcycle gangs, and so this is when they were really flourishing uh, in the se- early seventies, late sixties. Not 60s. good for anyone. So he was he would talk shit about them all the time. Not smart. <clears throat> so he went to the Cow Palace in San Francisco. Now, Cow Palace is a giant place where I used to go see metal shows and stuff. Okay. Uh, but it's called the Cow Palace because back in the day it was built for, like, farm shows. Okay, sure. Moo. Are you cows ready to moo? <laughs> I said, are you ready to moo? <laughs> Fuck yeah, you are. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so he would always come out to address the cow before the, the, the crowd. Not the cows. He would just come out to address the cows. <laughs> the cow. Before the jump. Uh, he gave his usual America's the greatest place on earth. Uh-huh. If people don't know. He had a white uniform with with uh, cr- like an X that was uh, blue and, was patriotic. and white stars yeah. and red Literary. lines. It's all patriotic. It's all very American flag wrapped around him. These colors don't run, but God damn oh, is my blood fuck after they, a crash. Fuck me, do they break. <laughs> Oh, God, do they break. But goddamn, will they get crushed I mean, and shatter. They'll shatter every time. But I got to make money and I got to make a living now because the dealership's gone. USA! <laughs> so he gives a speech. The whole crowd's fired up. And then at the end, he comments about there being a quote-unquote bad element in the motorcycle world today and starts referring to some outlaw bikers who are really screwing things up. Uh... Turns out there were a bunch of Hell's audiences and the angel because a uh, bunch of Hell's angels in the bunch audience. Of Hell's angels in the audience because this is where they wanted to fuck them up. Oh, cool! That's cool. So, evil heads outside in the parking lot, and where he's going to start his run before he makes the jump. Oh, this is pre-jump. Yeah. As he as he comes right through the door to the cow palace, a Hell's angel steps forward and throws a beer bottle at him. Oh my god. 
misses him because I assume that he's drunk. And also, he's a hell's angel. How good at throwing are they? Yeah, well. Jesus. Evil hits the jump perfectly. Smooth landing. And then he does his his standard traditional thing where he he, he sits on the motorcycle and puts both his arms up and uh-huh. drives around without touching the handlebars. Uh-huh. And he goes over close to Hell's Angel. And while the motorcycle is still moving, he steps off in one motion and punches the Hell's Angel in the Evil face. Evil hits the Hell's yes! Angel. It's the greatest thing ever. Without the mo- without stopping the motorcycle, he gets off of it and just hammers a dude right in his goddamn biker face. Holy shit. It's the best thing ever. That's awesome. So then... It's no coma. Look, it's no coma. <laughs> but I read a blog of some guy who was there. He was just like, it was fucking awesome. You know, I didn't realize I was walking into the peak of my life, but I was. <laughs> so... Like he's a god. That's a yeah, god. That's a awesome. god does it. That's like Zeus yeah. and then evil Knievel yeah. and then some other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Apollo or whatever. Poseidon or some shit. And he apparently hit him with a haymaker. Like he came from under and just Woo! Yeah. What a winner. Oh, just so good. I'm winning. <laughs> so then all the Hells Angels piled on Evil Knievel and then the mm. crowd went insane. Ten set beer night, insane. They, oh, all, they, they were defending they their all man. Came out of, they uh, all came out of stands and piled on the Hells Angels. Every Hells Angel in the place was attacked. Uh, one biker was down on the floor swinging like a two by four around, and the crowd would like back off every time he swung it. And then they'd come forward, and then they'd back off. And then at some point, they all just jumped in and just beat him unconscious. <laughs> What a show. Uh, eventually, the crowd uh, beat up every single Hells Angel. They were unconscious all over the place. And then they just stopped. They were like, okay, we're done. And then the security came in, and then ambulances had to come in and take all the Hells Angels to the hospital because they were all fucked up. <laughs> ambulances for Hells oh, Angels is kind of funny. The anti-Altamont. Uh, so that's the greatest thing that he yeah. ever did. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's quite a night. It's a fucking awesome an night. Yeah. Um. So while he was jumping motorcycles and fighting villains, Ken Carter. <laughs> Poor Kenny. So Ken's out there. <laughs> I keep forgetting about I Ken. I know, right? Kicking rocks down a dirt road like <laughs> stupid evil Knievel. Good for nothing. Never done nothing for nobody. Jack-ass motorcycle loser. The Hell's Angels. Got it right. Fuck. I do in a car. You think that's easy? Not easy. So he's. <laughs> Learning how to ride a motorcycle. He's in the, he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. For, for jumping. Uh, the most cars in a in a car. Sure. So that's cool. It's cute. Um, but Evil had flair. Evil had the outfits. Evil punched a Hell's he had, Angel he mid-ride. Yeah, he had the cogginess. He was punching Hell's Angels. <laughs> and he was selling toys by the fucking truckload. Like, right. every single boy in America had an Evil Knievel toy. Okay. It was, like, mandatory, if not the outfit and everything else. Right. <laughs> that's when you start to get a little worried. But Carter, Ken Carter dressed like a dude who was going to Walmart for the day. Like, there was no... Spicy. (laughs) Spicy look. (laughs) There was no flair. He had, like, a big, like, black curly hair that was, like, not... Like, just kind of out of place. Looked like he'd been in a windstorm. Oh, cool. So there's nothing, like, about him that you're like, that's the guy. (laughs) And all he was trying to do now was to jump 16 cars because he jumped 15. (laughs) Poor bastard. So he's out there for years. 
While evil's punching Hell's Angels yeah. and crashing everywhere and yeah. getting like people like throwing buckets. I'll jump a fountain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This motherfucker. Uh, but the other thing is evil's already jumped 19 cars because he can do it on a motorcycle yeah. easier and a car can't jump as many. So the Ken Carter is so fucking behind the eight ball that he's just yeah. fucked. Um, it's people like, who gives a shit what you do in your fucking car? Uh, you know what's funny is that he also doesn't like to be called a daredevil. Oh, okay. Some of these guys like to be referred to as explorers. Explorers? Like they consider themselves more like Columbus. What? Well, they're not right. Well, I'll give you a quote from Kenny Carter. That's going to be wrong. When, Colum- when Columbus said he- <coughs> said the world was round, they locked him up in jail. Uh, so that's kind of the, you get the... Yeah, but did they lock him up in jail? Uh, I don't know. I don't. And I don't I think Columbus, Columbus said the world. Have. I don't think Columbus was the one who said the world was round. Okay, so look. <laughs> I mean, the point I'm making is Kenny's not that smart. He's way off. <laughs> you know, they locked Columbus in jail when he said the world was round. Well, no, they didn't. No, he didn't say that. And what? <laughs> look, I'm just trying to show you how not great Ken Carter was. It's, it sounds like history got pushed pretty. His history got crushed like his bones a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. The old head took a few hits. Um, on the internet now, you can find every single one of Evil's jumps, how far it went, whether or not it was successful. There's charts, there's graphs. You cannot do anything with Carter. Yeah. You cannot find anything about Ken Carter. All you can find out about Carter is two jumps. Um, and I'll get to one in a second. But Uh-oh. it was created, the next jump, Ken Carter's big jump came about because of what Evil did next. <laughs> he tried to jump the Snake never, River. Uh, Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So first evil. How big is the Snake River? <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's not. He did it in a in a in a skinnier part. First, he wanted to jump the Grand Canyon, which, which is, is huge. Huge. And the that's the, impossible. And the government was like, "We can't believe we have to step in." But no, <laughs> legally, you can't do it. Uh, yeah, we don't want you to do that. They're nope. like, um, "Here, ask ask me again." Uh, can I please jump the Grand Canyon on my motorbike? No. Okay. <laughs> Sound good? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so he switched to the Snake River Canyon, and in uh, on September eighth, nineteen seventy four, he tried to jump the Snake River in a, what he called a sky cycle powered by a steam engine that was built by a former aerojet engineer. Okay. And it looked like a rocket. So basically, right. he basically he's on this thing that's pointing up, like almost straight up. And there's a motorcycle in there, but you can't tell watching it. It's shaped like a big rocket. Right. Okay. It's shaped like one of those rockets you buy and then you light on 4th of July and it goes bang. It's huge though, right? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And it looks ridiculous. It looks like like the um, Dr. Strangelove rocket. Right. No, totally. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing as a kid, I was totally disappointed because I was like, I wanted to see him on a motorcycle, but he's in (laughs) a rocket. Oh, he's only going to ride a rocket? (laughs) Fuck the rocket. (laughs) You've been spoiled. Stupid rocket, man. (laughs) My maker wishes that it wasn't a rocket. Uh, So he jumped. The parachute, as it's called, went off super early. Cool. Good. And he, good. And he just drifted over to the north side of the canyon where he was going <laughs> and then uh, almost made it. But then <laughs> then the wind uh, blew and blew him back, oh. uh, back to the side he started on. It was all very sad. A very sad, slow Slow, descent. yeah. But he wasn't uh, hurt. He was yeah. just like, plum. <laughs> Ow, my ankle. Oh, God. Oh, I hurt my ankle when I landed. <laughs> but... All of a sudden, Kenny Carter had an idea. Ah, it's Carter's time. He knew that he was getting older and his injuries were taking longer to heal. 
And so he knew he needed one big jump to become the world's best daredevil. Explorer. Explorer devil. <laughs> he decided he was going to jump one mile in a car across the St. Lawrence River. Wow. I mean, <laughs> okay. By decide, <laughs> you uh-huh. mean <laughs> fooled himself into thinking it was possible? Um, he's a daredevil. He's going to do it. A mile? It's easy. <laughs> a mile. There is a point. How does it? Po- how is it possible for him to go from nineteen cars to a mile? There is a point where they show him on the ramp, and they are interviewing him, and they show all the way across the river, and all you can think when you see that is, "There's no fucking way in hell. <laughs> it's not that possible can ever. It's physics now." It's physics. We're being realistic now. Uh, I'm going to jump into another dimension. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, good for you. I'm going to drive my car off this flat earth. <laughs> so, and you know, Evil always has like a big production. It's all this shit. Yeah. So his idea was he was going to jump from the Canadian side over to an island in New York. And uh, he was going to get plan- his citizenship on landing. <laughs> he did say that. But <laughs> <laughs> who's a citizen now, motherfucker? <laughs> But he also was going to put a bed of roses so he would land in a bunch of rose bushes. Rose bushes? Well, at a, ro- yeah, a he bed of have, roses. He's going to have red roses growing there. So Wait, when he mean- landed, they would, he would be like, look, I'm in roses. Like a thorny roses. Well, I mean, he could have gotten small thorns. The thorns are the least of his fucking problems. He's not going to make it there. Hey, I'm just curious <laughs> if the wind goes right. Is he going to get thorns in his Wind? Side? The car's going to blow the... Being blown by the wind now? I'm just saying if it nudges. If it nudges. Is he going to get cut up by thorns? I was uh. cut up by thorns once in a rose bush. It's very painful. I just want to make sure Kenny's okay. Fair. Totally fair. So, <coughs> Evil is a worldwide star. Kenny thinks this is going to... Kenny's about to die. He says literally, this is going to make me the number one daredevil in the world. This is the jump. This is going to make it a closed casket funeral. So he's clearly jealous of Evil Knievel. And delusional. And delusional. And now he's going way out of his element, which is just jumping cars and stadiums. And he's going to do this crazy jump. Smart. So he moves moves on his idea. He gets a big sports manager, and they go to the networks, and everyone's everyone's interested. They're all like, "I want to see a man die in a car." Everyone is like, "Watching a man die in a car sounds like we'd love to see a try, Kenny." (laughs) (laughs) So ABC gave him a contract two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Fuck. Live on Worldwide of Sports. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's all happening. Um, Evil. uh, Now, evil. Evil at. Around this time, Evil did a jump at Wembley and crashed really bad. And after he crashed, he got up and grabbed the mic and said, I'm retired. Okay. Because he was like, I can't. I've got a lot of money, and I keep uh, rolling around after car crashes (laughs) or motorcycle crashes, and it's not fun. I might die. I'm tired of hurting. (laughs) So... I love that they said Wembley. <laughs> I know it's Wembley. Like, what? Yeah. Well, he was now he's worldwide. The who opened up for him? It just shows that he's worldwide, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so K- Carter and his guys are creating a fourteen uh, hundred foot r- runway with a ramp on the end, an eight, eighty-five the feet, eighty-five feet high ramp, which I can't understand how that's going to get you a mile. And I feel like a guy who grad- didn't graduate from high school. Isn't maybe the guy to figure this out? Well, but it it all just sounds horrible. Oh, it's gonna be great. Eight, climbing eighty five feet. It's 
and then and then you and then you rock it off and you fly to an island and then you fly through the event horizon yeah and then you land i think i think probably little explosions are going off yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah little bags here and there yeah. sure it's all gonna work out great so the jump is scheduled i see this going well and happening yeah, yeah, no it's gonna go okay, great cool so the jump clear. is scheduled for september 25th 1976 they start building the ramp but it keeps raining ABC is getting worried, so they send Evil Knievel to the site to look it over for a tape segment of Worldwide of Wide World of Sports. Oh, Ken must have loved that. Evil gets there. You see Evil, and he says, uh, this looks dangerous. <laughs> you have no elevation. You have no room for error. So that's the guy who breaks everything. But even he, but he's saying that it's maybe possible. He's saying, he's basically saying. Highly unlikely. Not, okay. Yeah, he's saying. Highly unlikely. Okay, right. Hey, from evil to you, <laughs> barely, 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 barely any chance of it happening. And by the way, I hung out with God two years ago for 29 <laughs> days. Uh, evil had worked on the Snake River Jump for three months. They're trying to get the jump for Carter together in one month. Oh, my God. <laughs> evil says, I don't think I'd attempt to try this stunt. I think it's much more dangerous than the Snake River Canyon stunt. This is a daredevil stunt that might end it all for all daredevil stunts. So that right there, he's saying this guy's probably going to die, yeah. and that's going to end daredevil stunts. Yeah, because then people are going to go like, "Oh, it's uh, not no. about just getting broken; it's about someone actually dying." Yeah, that does take the fun off of it. Sure. Like up until then, you're like, "He lived. Yeah. He's in a coma, but he lived." It's a matter but, of time until you're like, oh, "I feel bad. Oh, I feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> this one feels weird." Uh. Uh, Evil Knievel talking about the jump on Wide World of Sports was broadcast to 20 million people. So him just talking about him it. Him just talking about it. <laughs> <clears throat> now, should I mention that Carter's never driven a rocket car? Wait. Which he needs to drive for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, He's never driven over 90 miles an hour, and the car has to hit speeds of 260 miles an hour. Wait. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. You have questions? Yeah. <laughs> He. <laughs> I mean, it kind of seems like your dad's tried it, right? <laughs> Wait, so he... How fast will he go in a rocket car, potentially? 260. He will go 260. Yeah, I can, it's going to hit 260. It's got to go um, 85 feet. Up, yeah. And, up, uh, going yeah, four, 200... 1,400 foot ramp. 1,400 eight, foot eight, ramp. 85 eight, feet up. <laughs> and then going 260. Close your eyes. <laughs> Close your eyes now. Picture it flying. Now, how does a car fly? Does a car fly? I'm not sure how cars fly. <laughs> oh, you don't know how cars no, fly? No, I'm not used to the trajectory of flying cars. <laughs> but I just see. I hear Evil's point. There's no room for error. <laughs> so they set up a... They set up a... <laughs> a rock- medical wing... Set up a medical wing in the middle of the river. <laughs> in the middle of the river. Uh, he has never driven a rocket car, and his car is not done being built yet. So they set up another guy's rocket car for him to train in. And he shows up to the track, Carter, and he doesn't have his helmet or a suit. Well, who needs it when you're just going to die on impact? And uh, the car he's going to test was built for someone else, so he can barely squeeze into it. Uh, all good signs. Uh, he borrows a suit, doesn't wear a helmet, but he does it. He does he what? He drives 260 miles an okay, hour. Okay, right. This is one week before the jump. So it's happening. 
right? It's, it's happening. It better fucking not it's be. It's all happening. It better fucking not happen. Four days before the jump, his car isn't ready, and it's still raining where they're building the ramp. So it's not getting done. It turns out that Evil Knievel went back to ABC and said, do not let this dude do this jump. He will die. And so ABC pulled out. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ken Carter must not be happy. So that's it. The 250000 is gone. The jump is over. Carter's uh, dream is totally fucked. His dream of dying. Yeah. And Evil Knievel in 1976, the next year, uh, does the shark jump. You remember the shark yeah. jump? Yeah. His last jump, he's supposed to jump a tank full of sharks that would be televised live. Uh, he's doing a rehearsal, and during the rehearsal, he loses control of the motorcycle and crashes into a cameraman. He broke his arms, and the cameraman lost an eye. Uh, so that was it. He was done. Well, cameramen don't need their eyes. I, I think cameramen just need one. Yeah. They just looked through the one hole, right? It's really easy. I mean, I don't know exactly how it works. I'm sure that guy had a great life after losing his eye. As I recall from watching films and stuff, sure. when a cameraman looks into a camera, he closes one eye. Yep. No? Yep. Okay, so. So it's just, hopefully it was that one. Net possible. <laughs> hopefully. Oh, God, you got to pray it's the right eye. <laughs> uh, you're not going to believe this, but that's the, the, uh, the eye I still have. I'll do it on my hand. The eye I still have is the one I close. <laughs> I'll so? do it on my head, Doctor. I'll film <laughs> on my head if I have to. So, evil's done. The only thing he did after that was um, he did some smaller jumps to help his son, Robbie, who then became right, a Right, Robbie Knievel, right. I remember him. So it's 76, and now the door is open for Carter because there's no, there's no more big daredevil. And Carter's okay. like, I got to do this. Carter. I got to jump the St. Lawrence River. He's it's got to happen. No. He no. finds a new business manager, and they get new backers. This time, it's all Canadian backers. Oh, God. Yeah. Shit is on, Canadian style. The ramp's being built. It's on for September 25th, 1977, right? I hope Two not. weeks before they test the car. <laughs> and it, the rocket car. Yeah. To make sure it goes 260. Right. Right. And it explodes. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. The rocket car blew up, huh? So they get a new gas tank made out of different materials. I'm sorry. They get a new <coughs> gas tank. They get a new fuel tank. Sorry, not gas. Rocket fuel tank out of new material. And they try that one. And that one also uh, explodes. So how so are they're going to try about the prospect? I think it's fine. They're a week out now. Right. Everything is going well. A week out. The cars are exploding. <laughs> they get a new gas tank. So they get a third oh, one. Good. So it's all fine. Oh, that one fine. Because that one also explodes. Okay. So there we go. So let's see. Three down. <laughs> How are we feeling? How's the, what's the general morale of the I project? I don't know. But I think the best thing to do on a jump like this is to rush it. Yeah. I always Rush say, it. Yep, rush job. Yep, rush job. Yep. Let's get her done. Let's get her done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's no time to dot the eyes. Let's move. <laughs> I've got a I've got a death to get to. So the guys who are building the tank just leave. Yeah, good. They don't they don't tell anybody. They just up in the middle of the night go back home to like Florida. That's how you know you're in a good project when people are fleeing like slaves. When you walk in and the guys building stuff are just gone. That's yeah. always a Hello? good sign. Um, Dear so Ken, the jump the jump is off. Oh. But no. <laughs> what? Give it a rest. It's back on for July. Fuck. 
Ken has his own money now that he's thrown in. Now he's putting his own money in. No. He's got new backers. Who are these backers? They get a new car and a new fuel tank, and it fucking works. Uh, Shit is on. No. Shit is on. No. The car's not blowing up. So far, the car's cost 100000 a bill, but it goes 250 miles an hour. It's well, all fucking good. Oh, perfect. Kenny's expecting 100,000 people to show up. Uh-huh. But the backers aren't sure they can handle a crowd that big. Sure. And then the backers want to do it without crowds. They just want to film it for TV and then sell it later without okay. crowds. That upsets Kenny. Oh, God. <laughs> um, they bring the car down to the ramp to test it. You now the ramp's built. Uh-huh. And then they test it, and the ramp's like... Bumpy. It's like, which isn't what you want to hear. No. When you want to hear it go, shh. Yeah. Not, well, when you're building it 85 feet high, 1,400 feet long, it's going to be hard to make it airtight and perfect. It's quite a fucking distance. You're such a naysayer. Yeah, I really am naysaying this. But the guy who builds the ramp convinces Kenny that it, that the bumps won't matter. Ken, the bumps are a good sound on a ramp like this. Man, when the car's going fast, you ain't gonna feel no bumps. Man, 260, you ain't feel no bumps. You ain't you'll feel no bumps. Yeah, you'll be good. Kenny, you'll, you'll be fine. Close your eyes and think about someone hit a bump at 260. Does you, that guy feel anything? Picture making an omelet on a tightrope. There you go. Uh, so Kenny is still upset about the live crowd. Kenny or as he says, he's right. a fucking daredevil. Yeah, but no, he's an explorer. He says, I'm jumping a mile on a rocket car. This should be on the front page. There should be people there. There should be press. So right before the jump, at the very last minute, day of the jump, he makes a new deal with some guys from Hollywood. Oh, my God. The, other, the backers he has now take the car and the crew, and they bail. So there's no jump. The jump is off again. <laughs> this is quite a roller coaster. So the Hollywood guys come in. But wait, he so he just switched uh-huh. horses just because he, he did a crowd. And then so it's off. And now these new Hollywood backers. Yeah. yeah. All he all he wanted was a crowd. He's he's a he is a daredevil. He they wants want a lot a of stuff. Well, he wants a crowd. He wants He's, he's very be, demanding. He's supposed to be in front of people. <laughs> Don't you take his fucking side. So the jump is pushed to September 26, 1979. Uh-huh. <clears throat> his friend and fellow stuntman uh so they have they have the cameras come out and then they want to film it like reality style. So they're like, "Here's him working out, working out." Well, they put him in a kayak and they have his friend whose name is Kenny Powers. Oh my god! As a stuntman, also <laughs> telling him, "Yo, use the paddles," and then like pretending to train him to run and stuff. Like it's all made up. But sorry, this is training to hold a wheel. You know what? I'm just saying, I don't know how much training you need to fucking... He should just be resting. He should be kayaking. He should not be kayaking. <laughs> he shouldn't even fucking be here. He should be kayaking and doing uh, push-ups. What? No, he and should not be. He's climbing, driving. Climbing ropes. No, he's... No, no, he should not be doing these things. <laughs> gotta work out. I gotta drive later. He's been playing this. Now it's been five years that he's been planning this jump. He's done. He's they bailed so many times. Shit has happened. The ramp's ready. The weather's good. The car's ready. But there's what's the problem? Well, there's no audience because the Hollywood backers also don't want an audience. So he was ready to jump a year ago. Yeah. He pulled out. Yes. For new guys who did the exact same thing the other guys did. Yes. Okay. So decision making seems to be flawed. With <laughs> and they won't allow any press. 
So it's literally happening for no one. It's like he's doing it. But he it. just needs it now. He's doing it in a vacuum. He's just like, please well, now just let he, me die. Yeah, please just let me die this way. Let me That's, die. I, I just, want to die. I've been trying to die this way for five years. <laughs> if you don't let me now, the cancer's going to get me. <laughs> what was that, Ken? I'm dying of cancer. <laughs> so um, the last jump he did was 12 chug wagons. Okay. In Edmonton a couple of months ago. Yeah, that's, so that's up, about a mile, right? up for it. It's about a mile. It's about a mile. About a mile or 12, 12 chuck wagons. 50 feet mile, whatever. Yeah, about 50 feet. So that's just a few thousand feet shy. So it's two hours from the jump, right? Two hours. I don't have Everyone's showing up. Everyone's there. Um, the crew goes on strike. What the fuck? They want, they feel like they haven't been paid enough, and they want $27,000 in cash. <laughs> And uh, they put a barricade up at the top of the ramp so he can't jump. You ain't jumping it. <laughs> Give us $27,000 if you want to die. It's like such extortion that it's yeah. insane. Well, the whole thing's insane. <laughs> the word extortion doesn't exist on a fucking river, a mile-long river jump with Hollywood backers. <laughs> so Where you shot a kayaking montage to show how the driver trains to steer straight. So... They're all discussing it for a while. Everyone's trying to figure it out. They need to figure out how to get the money because this is the seven. It's not like you can just go get twenty seven thousand dollars <laughs> no, in the seventies. No, unless you're unless you're part of some heroin syndicate. Like, yeah, it's not, you just have money laying yeah. around. So late, the car's ready to go. It's five p.m. They finally get the cash. <laughs> I can't believe they get the fucking they cash. They get the cash at five p.m. It's now hours after it was supposed to happen. It's now 6.45 p.m. Uh, it's getting Prime dark. Prime jumping hour. It's getting dark. Prime jumping There's hour. There's bats out. Yeah, so you hit a bat or two on the way, but Fine. Six, just think about the the car <laughs> shooting across the river, sunset behind it. We Come to Canada. You can see the postcard. We haven't tested an eighth of a mile. It's perfect. It's not. Big crowd shows up because everyone's hearing about it. So the crowd's there anyway. They're all on the roads around it. Take Car- that, Carter's in position. Backers. Carter gets on the runway. He gets in the car. It's fucking go time. And then he starts screaming, there's a leak. I can't see anything. There's a leak. Oh, my God. So they go over to get him out of the car. There's some sort of valve thing. Uh, I think I think it was part what was supposed to happen with the car, but he just flipped out. But like it was a lot of steam supposed to come out before sure. it took off. Well, it's a rocket. It's a rocket engine. <laughs> yeah. What? There's steam coming out of a rocket engine. I yeah. hate steam. New ooey steam. Ooey ooey steam. <laughs> so, so they can't. So now it's too late. Yeah. It's always too late with and this they, dumb idea. And then they, they can't do it the next day because one of the Hollywood guys, producer Mark Sennett has a bar mitzvah. Uh, guys, we can't do the jump tomorrow. My buddy's kid's turning into a man. We can't. Hey, guys, I I told you I had a, a Saturday was off. I have a thing. I can't do it. What kind of thing? It's a bar mitzvah. It's an all day thing, though. I gotta help my friend set up. I don't know what that I gotta, is. I'm from Canada. A 13 year old Jewish boy is becoming a man in the eyes of God today, and you want to go jump? Your little rocket river, huh? No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you picture him at the bar mitzvah. Just at one point, he had to think. I mean, I probably could have done both. Yeah, can't you jump it? I probably could have done both. Yeah, but you know what? You don't. But you don't want to show up to the bar mitzvah. Hey, what happened today? No, you uh, go. I killed you the guy go, the you go bar mitzvah death. 
Yeah, you go bar mitzvah. You've dad. got kind of that gaudy glow yeah. outlook right yeah. now after the bar mitzvah. You you're ready go. to you're ready to see your friend become a, a skin accordion. Right, because you, then you're at the bar mitzvah and you're like, you're a man. Yeah. I saw a man become not a man today. <laughs> hey, I found one man and another man I knew is not here anymore. He's <laughs> he's on a rock. He's he's smushed into rock. <laughs> so they set up for seven days later, October third. <laughs> October third. It's cloudy. It looks like it's going to rain. Well, we can't do it Thursday. I have volleyball. <laughs> Friday's no good. Wednesday's hockey. Wednesday's hockey. Oh, shit. Friday, I got to take the kid. Next Saturday, I could do. Uh, I could no. do next Saturday. I said I was planting a tree with my mom. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Well, then I have softball, right. so let's see. Sunday. Sunday works. Sunday's Sunday works. Good. Okay. October but if it doesn't 30. work Sunday, Monday, I'm, I'm booked. We'll do Sunday. We'll, make it, Sunday. On, so we'll make it happen. I'll bring sandwiches. Wait, okay. So, uh, October 3rd, the ground crew has been cut to a minimum. The rescue boat has been cut. The rescue crew has been cut down from six frogmen, a barge with a crane, rescue. and two high-powered speedboats to two guys in a little boat. Well, what are they fucking... Because he can't swim. Yeah, but he's not going to need to swim. Dead bodies can't swim ever. You're such a naysayer. You don't need a lifeguard for a man who's in 80 pieces. Now, he's going to land on you, the other they side. They get a net. That's what you need is a net. You need one guy with a net. He's going to land on the other side. No, he's not. Where there's a big meadow. Someone <laughs> someone goes meadow. over there. Someone goes over there and shoes out of the, all the cows out of the way. Because <laughs> well, that's... put on one of those cow shows. Well, they go over to the cows and they go, hey, look, a guy's going to die here in a little bit. <laughs> Can you, you move? Know, the cow band is playing about you, a half mile that way. A, a guy's going to die here in a little bit. Can you move? <laughs> Sorry. Awful. So, oh. so there's no crowd. Maybe 50 people show up this time. I want to do it in front of the cows. <laughs> this one's for the cows. <laughs> so they get him in the car, <clears throat> and he sits there checking and rechecking. And the AC doesn't work. <laughs> kind of. He just sits there rechecking and checking his harness and his safety stuff, no. uh, different things, for an hour. No. He just sits there checking, and they're like, go, go. And he's no, like, I'm no, just no. checking this. I'm checking this. And then it starts to rain. Oh, my God. So the jump is canceled. <laughs> Two days later, uh, Carter's having meetings with the producers. <laughs> they're talking about doing stuff in Europe. They want him fresh for Europe. Maybe this jump isn't such a good idea because he might be too hurt or something because they want to take him on this tour of Europe. And it suddenly dawns on Carter that the reason he's in Ottawa having a meeting with the producers, which is an hour away from the jump site, is that someone else is doing the jump right now. Oh, my God. And sure enough, Kenny Powers is doing the jump. Shut up. And what? Carter says he's never gone in a car over 100 miles an hour. He's completely unqualified for the jump. Well, that's a horrible thing to say he's when just, you're racing to go 260. But he, but at least, at least Carter has done those things. At least yes. Carter has gone in a car and gone 260. <laughs> at least he has done a bunch of jumps in cars, which Kenny Powers here's, has not. Here's something I never thought I'd say. Yeah. He's the most qualified to do this. <laughs> Ken, Ken's I the almost guy. Spit. I almost spit up. <laughs> so, power suits up to make the jump. Jesus. Uh, the cool thing is, they also talked to powers at the top of the top of the ramp, and there's no fucking way. Like I said before, there's no yeah. fucking way this is possible. No. Um, and Powers is supposed to wear a special back brace whenever he jump he jumps because his back's, back's been broken so many times, which he forgot. Because uh, well, how could you? How what what? Yeah, because you're gonna make the craziest yeah. jump of all time. Uh, forget the one thing that might help. Oh you. shoot, my back's broke. 
And and Powers has been driving in in Ken Carter's you know Daredevil show for ten years. So yeah. they're like, this is like the oh, this is like yeah. this is like Robin stealing the Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really fucked yeah. up. That's very good. <laughs> So he's an hour away at the hotel room while this is going on. His the crew members who are on Kenny's side are taken away from the the, the whatever set whatever you want to call it. Okay, yeah. His brother, Death March. His, Ken Carter. Ken Carter's brother is put in a car and they drive him to some faraway island and just drop him off in the middle of nowhere. Hey, you see that? Why don't you go grab that for us? It's gun it. It's like. It's like that hit scene in The Godfather where uh, they kill all the guys. Without the hit. You yeah. gotta, he's got to be expecting the hit. He's probably like, I will take this. This sounds fine. And now I'm going to let you watch the video, and you can tell me what you see and how great it is. Wait. There it goes. It's going and up the ramp, and oh. Oh, boy. Oh <laughs> and my. Oh, and so what, what happened there? Uh, it went uh, very high off the ramp. Uh-huh. <laughs> and about, and about yeah. one second in, yeah. uh, a parachute, <laughs> parachutes went off, and uh, it, it there's uh, some sparks, and then it just slowly, pathetically floated into a river nearby. <laughs> and, now, and now you can see Kenny Powers, I think, in the car. <laughs> in the demolished car. <laughs> Doing what we'll call the float of shame. So, uh, look how far, look how close to the river's edge he is. He's like, he's like thirty feet away. To say that they're a mile away from their goal is pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at that car. <coughs> so there's the two guys in the boats getting him. Are those guys like, yeah, we're on the yeah. hour. That was great. That was good. So what happened was. Um, <laughs> The, the whole time they're taking him out of the car, all he's saying here is, ow, 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 oh, he's ow, 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 ow. So, um, Jesus. so they, so they, uh, they take him and they lay him down. Um, what happened was, is the, the, when the fiberglass car hit the, brunka, 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 uh-huh. so it's, it's a rocket car and then there's a fiberglass body built around it. So it looks like a Lincoln or whatever. Right. So it all started to break up when it hit those bumps because it wasn't made to right, be yeah. on a fucking bumpy throne. So <laughs> Kenny Powers had no experience, so he couldn't keep his foot on the pedal because he wasn't used to anything like this. <laughs> so he took his foot off the pedal, which caused the parachutes to fly out. But, but he's so lucky <laughs> that he did the dumbest thing, which is took his fucking foot off the gas. Oof. So he, yeah. So he he is incredibly lucky. And the best part too is how the car has dumb little wings. Well, the wings I think make it fly. I don't think it does. <laughs> There's no way those dumb wings come into so play. So we're watching in slow motion again. See, it's completely breaking up, and then here it like. Oh my god, pieces are it, just, it's just flying, flying off. off. And the whole the whole time, and as pieces are flying off, it's going like it's like sputtering. And, yeah. And. Clouds of smoke are coming out of it. He broke uh, eight vertebrae, three ribs, and had a fractured wrist. Keddy Carter is furious. <laughs> and as he described it, he said, they took my pension. Uh. So he was literally thinking of this as his retirement. Yeah. He thought he'd be the number one daredevil in the world. He would be able to sell all the toys yeah. and all the shit that Evil was doing. In his mind, 
he was going to do this thing that and could then be, never be done, yeah. and then he was going to be evil Knievel. Yeah. Well, hey, it doesn't always work out how you draw it up, huh? <laughs> you know, it's like the old saying goes, sometimes your friend takes the death car away from you and drives it into the river, taking your pension away. <laughs> Uh, a year later, Ken Carter was still talking about making the jump, still talking about trying to get it together. Uh, it had to still... be hard to be friends with him that year yeah. after. Oh, horrendous. Uh, he made a record-breaking 180... He started jumping in rocket cars. He made a 186-foot jump in a rocket car at Cayuga Speedway. And then and then he went back to, now I have to break that record. So he oh, was in the Jesus back in the record-breaking thing when he should be fighting Sons of Anarchy at the Cow Palace, right? Yeah. So... Uh, on July We're just golfing. We're t- <laughs> Show the fuck out. On July first, nineteen eighty three, he um tried to jump a pond in Peterborough, Ontario. I mean, l- what a step away. He was just about to do a mile jump over a river and right. I was like, This pond I'm is, old, I'm old. This pond's days are numbered. <laughs> Look out, pond. There's a new pond in town. Uh, the jump failed when he couldn't control the car. And you see the jump, and he... he I'll put it up on the Facebook page. Uh, the Dollop has a Facebook page. I'll put it up there. But he goes off sideways. Oh, good. Yeah, because cause it was a rocket yeah, car. Well, rocket, rocket cars, cars are cars. hard to handle, it turns I, out. Sounds like I haven't heard a lot of good rocket car stories. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Not a lot of those end with like, it was amazing. So he vowed to make the jump again on September 5th. Uh, that day, the races, this is after, uh, it's supposed to be after the races. All uh-huh. the races went long, and it was so late that they painted, he got bumped. They painted the car yellow oh. so the cameras could see it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know why I don't like this, but I, if you're painting a car... So, if at the last minute, right before you jump, they're painting the cars yellow, maybe don't do so the, the jump. So the cameras can see. You're like, I, okay. Okay. Will I be able to see? It was after midnight. Oh, good. Anyone want to jump a rocket car after midnight? Hey! <laughs> I know. Uh, at the very last minute, he decided to put more rocket fuel in the tanks. It's all make. It's all. It's all makes sense. He's not smart. He's very smart. <laughs> everyone that everyone who was there that spoke to him said he wasn't confident that he seemed off that day. He asked someone to do a will for him. Uh, <laughs> But he was really concerned about the the loss of publicity he's had over the past two years, or I mean, a few years, because because he didn't do those jumps and and there was no one gave a shit about jumping cars in a stadium anymore. Yeah, because Evil Knievel had jumped. Yes, had tried to jump. Evil Knievel never jumped. It. Well, it he kept matter. crashing. Yeah, it didn't even matter what he did. He still just he did it the best, even if he walked into an ass backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he really. So did. now this guy's like all or nothing. He's like, I must die. <laughs> To beat so, Evil Knievel, I must die. So his car overshot the landing ramp and landed on its roof. It overshot the landing ramp by These 100... These landing ramps need to be bigger. By 100 feet. <laughs> well, okay, then fuck it. Carter was killed instantly. <laughs> oh, shit. He suffered massive head, chest, and other injuries. Uh, literally, the car goes off the ramp and flips over. And You've seen l- this? Yeah, I can put that video up, too. Flips over and lands on its roof. It's it, You look at it and you go, oh, that guy's dead. Like, oh my there's god! There's no fucking way in hell anybody survives that. Um, wow! So it overshot up by a hundred feet. It went way up too high. Um, flips over, lands on its roof, and that's it. 
Oh. And Evil Knievel was right. It sort of was the end of stunt driving and stuff. Like, people still do not it, what but this it's not, guy wants to hear. But it's not, it's not like, it's no longer as big as it was. They were, they were the fuck, Evil Knievel was yeah. the king. Stunt guys were the king, and now when people do it, everyone goes, oh, that's a little weird. Uh, right? Yeah, but I can't believe he died. Uh, powers continue to be a daredevil. Uh, of course. It always works out for that shithead. Uh, he told the newspaper in 1986 that he had been a stuntman in films like Smoking the Bandit, Hooper, Vanishing Point, and The Blues Brothers. He said his career was winding down in film because, and I quote, there are a lot of younger kids coming along now in the motion picture business. Now I just do the stunts that nobody else will do. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that's Kenny Powers, of which none is true. <laughs> he was touring with Carter when Smoking the Bandit was made. He's never been in a film. He's not credited on the IMDb with any stunts. Uh, he's just credited being in four documentaries. About head injury. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, delusion. He's a total... His wife put this on a forum that I found. Oh, wow. He was as proud, if not prouder, of being a veteran than being a stuntman. Kenny didn't think twice about driving through fire and flipping cars over, but he was afraid of a few things. He was extremely afraid of heights. Okay. He was afraid of the wood scorpions that are native to where we are from. He was afraid of bears and wildcats that used to stay below our house. And believe it or not, he was extremely afraid of ocean fish. He had an obsession about keeping porcelain clean and keeping refrigerators at the perfect temperature. Uh, I mean... If our, <laughs> if our refrigerator was at the wrong temperature at 2 a.m., he would actually wake me up. We would take the back of the refrigerator off and vacuum it. Vacuum it. <laughs> so... She's the real stunt person. <laughs> that list is insane. That list starts off. It starts off and you're like, duh. And by the end, you're like, eh, what the fuck just happened? So, you know, we just had to vacuum the fridge. Because he got up in the middle of the night and checked the temperature. Temps too, baby. Te- baby temps babe. too low on the fridge. Temps too low, get the vacuum. We got we to gotta vacuum this. I'll move the fridge, you get the vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep it perfect. Just, I used to be a stuntman, you know. <laughs> I never knew from one minute to the next what he was going to do. It sounds about right. Yeah, that's about so neither did his friend. Ken I'm Carter. afraid of scorpions and warm fridges. <laughs> <laughs> um, he performed his last stunt in 2006. Kenny Powers carried an 8x10 photograph of Ken, Powder, Ken Carter every place he went until, he, until his death. In 2013, stuntman Ed Beckley... Big Ed Begley received the rights from the Idaho Department of Lands to reproduce Knievel's Snake River Jump for a price of $943,000 to jump the canyon on the 40th anniversary of the attempt, which is September 7th. Uh, what? Wait, so that's coming up? Yeah, less than a month. There, he's going to do it? Yeah, guy's going to try Holy it again. Holy shit. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we got to figure out. We got to have a watching party. <laughs> A viewing, we'll call it. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> That's crazy. Fuck. How's that for a story? Real good. I mean, the, the Daredevil thing is like they all were bad at it. Evil Knievel yeah. was bad at it. He, he was good at jumping things in a stadium. But whenever they tried to take it out of the stadium, 
they all fucked well, up. Well, it also is just basically like Evil Knievel, just, like you said early, he just did it on a motorbike. Yeah, and that looked cooler. <laughs> and he had, he, had, he had the cape. More intimate, but he was, and you could see yeah. the bones breaking. Yes, that's honestly. right. And that's so beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And Whereas Ken Carter just flopped like a pancake to his death. But I will say this. He is right at the fact that he would have done that jump better. Yeah, but all that would have happened was is the car would have just landed in the middle of the river. But this is why I think it's best case scenario because if he had, if better in this situation is further. Yeah. Further is not, it's just (laughs) going south. Like where Kenny fucked up was like basically close to the peak. Yeah. And. I don't think going well is going further. You, it's no, you see, you're, saying, so you're saying if Carter went further than Kenny Powers. Higher chance of death. I agree. Yeah. He would have landed out in the middle. It's a car. Two baby parachutes. Cars on. can't jump a mile. Yeah. No. Can we just, think, can we just think, all agree? If there's think, anything that Dollop agrees on. I think we are on the same page. <laughs> we have reached an agreement. Cars can't drive a mile. Oh, Jump. Without, they can can't, drive. Just, no, no, no. no they can't even on, drive a mile? No, no, no. We're on record at the dollop. Cars can't drive a mile. <laughs> you heard it here first. They can't drive a mile. Well, that's the that's the two daredevils. Uh, listen. One man spurred uh, another man to yeah. do something ridiculous. Yeah, that's why the power of no. Yeah. Also, choose a career that you can retire in. <laughs> yeah. Well. Have, also, have a regular pension. Choose a career where someone demanding twenty-seven grand isn't going to ruin your career. <laughs> right before your career is about to take off. All right. Well, that was a dollop. That's our yeah. longest dollop yet. Oh uh, yeah. Our, uh, oh our yeah. It's long, huh? Yeah. It's a long <laughs> it's a story. Lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, There's a lot to go over. God damn. All righty. Well, there's Canadians. There's Canada's big entry into the dollop. Yeah, welcome Congratulations. Ab- welcome aboard, eh? <laughs> Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.